raising capital is something that can be applied to almost any business in any industry. It's all about basically building trust, building a relationship with a prospective investor, communicating the opportunity on how they're going to make money with you. I mean, I've seen people raise money for crazy things, you know, uh, ostrich farms back in the late 80s, uh, catfish farms, of course, real estate, oil and gas. But it comes down to a couple of key principles um, and some understanding of some key concepts. Number one, you need to know people just aren't going to invest with you until they trust you. I mean, that's a given. You know, we unfortunately live in a very distrustful world today. We have Bernie Madoff. Mike check. Good. Mike check. Mike check. You can read about success all day long, but if you don't put in the work, the mindset, execution, and the hustle behind your vision, it just remains a dream. When everything goes wrong, you have to take all the responsibility. We uncover what high-level entrepreneurs, business owners do to rise up from hustling daily. So do what you feel passionate about. Take chances. The world becomes your library to help you become better at your craft. Join me as I share with you actionable tips to help you grow your business, learn skills, and help you level up in your self-development journey. Your number one spot for business and personal growth growth is the online hustlers podcast with your host Esteban Andrade every day I'm hustling Hey, what's going on, everyone that is listening to this online hustlers podcast where we become smart hustlers after hustling so much in your business? We bring in REI marketing and conversion episodes. So, in these episodes, as you'll know, we bring in players that will give you a few key points, a few nuggets, tips, tricks, hacks, secrets about specific things that you can take tonight, you can take tomorrow and apply them. And you will be able to absolutely either uh, add a couple zeros in your business, uh, do this to level up or just sh shift the business that in ways that you have haven't been able to do it before. And this free source on the podcast today, I have the, the actual topic of how you can leverage the, the money of other people. And if you are listening to this and you um, want to start buying homes, uh, do flips, uh, you're a wholesaler and want to get into the actual investing game, um, you've been doing this, this cash cow of the business and you want to get into the actual investing. Or if you're a multifamily investor that is looking to raise better capital, capital, being able to raise, have better ways to raise capital and ultimately never have to worry about where the money is going to come from for your next project, this guest is exciting to me because I was able to meet him in the uh, Real Estate Entrepreneurs event in Houston, Texas. He has a great brand. He is an author of a few books that focuses on a few different elements that will make your business successful in the real estate investing wholesaling game. He is an author where he's been able to write about raising capital. He's a sales coach as well. He is a great entrepreneur. And today we have him exclusive to you in this podcast. And we're going to teach you how to become an expert. And there's a few steps on how to do uh, this, raising capital, either, either for beginners or for actual people that have experience, a few nuggets that we're going to be able to get from Brad today. So uh, for, uh, for everyone that has been waiting for this, Let's get Brad here today in the podcast. How is everything going, Brad? 
I'm doing great. It's great to be here, Esteban. Great to add value and uh, be part of your network. Thanks, Brad. So obviously, um, you, you've been in a few events that we already been uh, together and has been speaking, also sponsoring. You have created a great brand around raising capital. But uh, for the people that don't know you just yet, and I want, I want to make sure that they understand uh, who is Brad, why they should listen to Brad, why, like, why are you the, an expert and created this capital school mm -hmm. where you teach and you help individuals raise capital for their real estate projects or whatever projects they have, whether that's single family, multifamily, or just explain to me a little bit more of that. Um, a lot of online hustlers, uh, uh, episodes they we go and cover marketing we cover conversion we cover disposition we cover operations hiring teams but today this is an essential part of this because if you focus on this skill set you can make a lot of money right mm -hmm. and you can leverage money to make millions of millions of dollars so I, i'd love to learn more about you brad can you can you tell us more sure you know The reason I do what I do, Esteban, is it's my belief that everybody in the world has a desire to do something bigger in life, right? We all want to make more money. We want more abundance. Uh, we want to invest in real estate. Maybe we want to start a business. Could be something real simple, like just starting a restaurant. And when I speak to people and I ask them, like, what's holding you back from living that bigger dream? It's not necessarily the fear or the limiting belief, but 90% of the time, the answer is I just don't have the money to even get started. You know, I, if I had the money, I'd open my restaurant or I'd be investing in real estate. And what people fail to understand is all the money you need is around you every day. They're called investors. And so over the course of my career that literally started, you know, many years ago when I was the founder and CEO of a small oil company that I built in the early mid 1980s. I've been doing one thing, and that is attracting and raising capital. I did it when I was in the oil business after collapsing the business due to the changing tax laws and just the uh, collapsing energy prices. I entered an industry where I largely assisted business owners to raise money. And I'm talking hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, you know, over the course of my career, I've raised almost $2 billion dollars, and I've sourced and raised capital from literally about every imaginable place, you know, high net worth investors, family offices, institutional investors, uh, sovereign wealth funds. I've raised 50 million from a fund in Israel. So I have this tremendous demonstrated capacity today to teach other people how to attract capital, how to use other people's money. Because in the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, he says, look, You know, the key to understanding how to create legacy wealth is not to struggle and do it all by yourself. It's to use OPM, other people's money. And uh, I believe it's a much better vehicle than going and borrowing money from a bank. And so, uh, you know, once you learn how to attract and raise capital from investors, you're able to accelerate your business. You're able to do things much faster and go much further than you would if you were able to do it alone. That's that's largely why we do what we do every day is show up and basically uh, get people to you know understand that principle and teach them how to do it. Yeah, and I think ultimately, like a lot of people, they take pride and like, oh, I'm hustling too hard. I work way too hard. I outwork you, but in reality, like you're praising the wrong thing. Like mm -hmm. I, I believe that one of the biggest things that you could do is leverage. Right. If you have leverage, 
um, on people, on people's time, on people's skill sets, work, and now people's money, then that's a much different, better version of like, I am proud. I'm an, an online leverager. I am a, I'm a leverager. I'm, I know how to make sure that based on the relationships that I have, I can move mountains, right? And that's right. exactly uh, what we see and what I see today. So Brad, um, you said you started in the oil company, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, are they the same principles on like raising capital with real estate? Did something change? What, what were you doing before that when you started with this that kind of made it work? So that's a great question. Um, raising capital is something that can be applied to almost any business in any industry. It's all about basically building trust, building a relationship with a prospective investor, communicating the opportunity on how they're going to make money with you. I mean, I've seen people raise money for crazy things, you know, uh, ostrich farms back in the late 80s, uh, catfish farms, of course, real estate, oil and gas. But it comes down to a couple of key principles um, and some understanding of some key concepts. Number one, you need to know people just aren't going to invest with you until they trust you. I mean, that's a given. You know, we unfortunately live in a very distrustful world today. We have Bernie Madoff. We've had uh, major financial institutions like Enron and WorldCom completely collapse. So we live in a society today where there's just a natural underlying issue of I don't trust you. So the first thing you have to do is understand, like, how do I build trust with another person so that they're comfortable moving forward with me to that next step, which is ultimately to write a check? And believe it or not, one of the things that we talk about extensively in our mentoring is something called the trust sequence. There's actually six steps that one can follow to build trust in another person. It all starts with, number one, perception. They're going to check you out. So what does your social media profile say about you when people go and they looked at your LinkedIn or they looked at your Facebook or they look at your website? So really, the very first thing somebody should do is do what I call a social audit. See how you look on social media. Then you get to the second step, and we call that temptation. You are going to ask that person a bunch of questions because psychologically, you build trust and you develop a relationship by getting people to talk about themselves. That's how people naturally just open up. And so, you know, we have in our mentorship a list of questions that that person trying to raise capital can ask of somebody else just to get to know them better. What would be one of the few questions that you would ask? Oh, geez, me? there's tons of them. Like, for example, Esteban, when you invest, are you looking for income? Are you looking for growth? Or do you want both of them? Now, how important are tax benefits to you when you invest? Uh, you know, are you looking to do something special with this money that you're setting aside, like put a kid through college or maybe invest to let it grow so you can do something special like buy a vacation home? What's your time horizon? Are you a more long-term investor, shorter-term investor? Have you ever invested in something like this before? There's all these questions that by getting that person to really open up and share with you what you're uncovering is you're hopefully uncovering that one or two things that will ultimately get them to invest. If they say, yeah, tax benefits are real important to me, then great. You focus on the tax benefits that real estate offers, talking about depreciation, maybe talking about accelerated depreciation if you're using that for commercial type real estate. So that temptation part is the second step. And then you get to number three, 
we call that the valid, I mean, sorry, we call that connection. You will get a sense as you're talking to someone that there is a connection taking place. Maybe they start following you on LinkedIn. Maybe you see that they've made a friend request with you on Facebook or anytime you post, you know, you're getting a thumbs up or they're commenting. So you're getting that emotional sense that, hey, I'm connecting with this personnel at an emotional level. They're they're answering your emails. They're responding to your phone calls. Well, that's a good thing if you're trying to build trust and develop a relationship knowing, number one, that people invest with their heart and then they logically justify the investment with their mind. And then you get to really what I consider to be the most important part of this whole process. We call it validation. You see, when you're raising money, you're largely wasting your time talking to people until you can validate that they trust you enough to move forward in that process with you. Because what happens with a lot of people that have never raised capital or that are doing it on their own is they pitch the investment too prematurely in that process with that investor. You need the money, you know the guy's worth a ton of money, and so you have a conversation, maybe two, and then you pitch. Well, Mm. when it comes time to close and to get that person to invest, they're going to be very noncommittal. They're going to be very evasive. They're going to give you every reason I've ever heard as to why they can't invest with you. And it's not that it's a bad deal or that you're a bad person. They just don't trust you. So the question becomes, how do you get somebody to validate they trust you? And we use something called the validation phrase. And the way it works psychologically is all through the first and second meeting or call, you tell that person, Esteban, right now, man, I just don't have something I can discuss with you from an investment perspective. And the reason is I like to give all my existing investors the first right of refusal on most of my new projects and everything I do. And so they hear that over and over again. And what that does is it gives them the reassurance that you're not just going after their checkbook. So at the end of my second call with someone after I've probed and I've asked questions and I've really trying to deepen that relationship, I ask what I call the validation phrase. I say, Esteban, man, like I've told you all along, buddy, right now, I just don't have anything that I can really discuss with you from an investment perspective because I always like to give my existing investors the right of first refusal. But here's what I do. I keep a list of people that have expressed interest on my desk next to me. And in the event on a future deal, or maybe on a program I'm trying to fill up, if I have a small opening or an allocation, should I reach back out to you? Would you like me to add your name to that list? When they say yes, what they don't realize is subconsciously they're saying, yes, I trust you enough. Put me on that list and call me when there's an investment worthy of discussing with you. And so on that next call, all you have to do is just reach back out to that person and say, hey, if you remember the last time we chatted, you asked me to add you to my list. And what I'm doing today is I'm going down my list of people because I have just a small amount remaining on this deal that I'm trying to close out. And if you've got a couple minutes, man, I'd love to share it with you. Is now a good time? Yes. And then you pitch. And then at the end of that call, you can say, would you like me to send the information on this deal to you? Yeah, please do. You see, now you've teed yourself up for success because that person has physically asked you to call them when there's an investment worthy of discussion. Until you get that and you validate that, you're largely just spinning your wheels. Now, will you get someone to invest? Maybe. 
but you're dramatically increasing your odds when you validate this trust before you move forward in that process with them. That's how I've closed literally tens of millions of dollars from investors. And that's how I'm able to convert more people because I've teed myself up for success using that process. We call it the four-step blueprint. 